We're live. Welcome back to Surviving Sticky Situations. I'm your host, Matt Arthurs. Today, very excited to bring you a special guest. Uh, his name is St. Thomas Arthurs. He is my grandfather, uh, 86 years old, um, very healthy guy, really sharp, and has a lot of life experience and great wisdom and knowledge to share with everyone. Grandpa, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Matt. This is really fantastic to be able to sit down with you and have an interview. But uh, basically, I believe you want to know my whole life story in 10 minutes. <laughs> we can do that. Uh, main thing, I believe longevity has a lot to do with how you take care of your bodies when you're young. Because mm -hmm. whatever you do to your bodies, you'll pay for it later. So uh, I, I uh, have studied every nutritional book that was available back in my time. So I became pretty knowledgeable on nutrition. And your body can store some vitamins. And for instance, like a vitamin C is the only vitamin your body can't store. Yet it's the only vitamin that will fight off colds, infections, asthma, and et cetera. So uh, my longevity has a lot to do with just taking care of my body and uh, taking care of the proper vitamins. Uh, but um, one of the main things I have discovered uh, is that uh, anxiety and depression and everything will age you quickly. So that's one of the main things that you have to uh, learn and something you do learn is how to overcome those worries, anxieties, depressions, because it can even lead to suicide, unfortunately. So m most of my life, I've uh, been into the scriptures, reading the Bible, uh, at least one chapter a day. And, and uh, God says that you cannot live by bread alone. In other words, we feed our face, but he also says, that uh, our souls need food too. So reading the Word of God is the living Word, so it has helped me. Like, for instance, on anxiety, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, it says, Don't be anxious about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. If you can just learn to do that, your life will be long, happy, and stress-free, which in today's society, everybody needs. Because your job will stress you, your girlfriends will drive you nuts, no matter what things happen in life. Because it does, again, going back to the Bible, the Bible says that you, you know, no matter what happens, it rains on the just and the unjust, and the sun shines on the just and the unjust. And God never promised that you wouldn't go through storms. He only promised that he would be with you through them to help you. And believe me, that takes the stress off. In my own life, I've had, like anybody else, I've had, you know, layoffs, no job. What do you do, you know? Where do you get your next dollar for for your meal? 
or ten dollars or a hundred dollars or pay the mortgage whatever mm -hmm. it's just that god if you trust him and ask for his help he promises you that he will help you and he'll open doors for you I, i've known many times i have been in that position and i've desperately cried out and the lord has always opened a door for me for a lot of times better jobs than i had before i got laid off so mm -hmm. um so like a lot of times people talk about like they're trusting like their gut or like having that intuition um do you feel like that's played a part in your life or have has like been like praying um kind of been your way of of making a lot of it sounds like a lot of decisions in your life well prayer prayer by all means let your request be known unto god so but a lot of times he speaks to you through those gut feelings you know god does speak to people uh he's the one who created the mouth and the ears so surely he can speak and can hear so uh, a lot of times we have these gut feelings and and they are the lord speaking to you in his quiet still voice sometime you get a thought in your mind and or a feeling in your heart somewhere just somehow or other just listen to those and if they're right you'll know you heard right then awesome um so let's talk a little bit about like we were talking about vitamins and, and nutrition uh what has that been like for you what do you eat that's like healthy or when what do you stay away from well basically I let my body sort of dictate me. If I eat something and I don't feel good after eating it, I avoid eating it again. Like for instance, uh, sugar is probably one of the worst things that you can feed your body. They've even done study on sugar that uh, they have learned that, like if you have cancer, if you get off sugar, because cancer cells, according to one book I read, uh, feed the, the, the cancer. So. Sugar is sort of a, a bad thing to get into, and if you can avoid it, I mean, we all sometimes crave it, but that's all right. But if it becomes your main diet, then you're just causing trouble for your own body. Mm -hmm. um, and do you have any, like, medical issues, like as far as, like, medications that you take, or...? Uh, I am on one uh, a pill that's supposed to keep your arteries from becoming hard like a garden hose mm. so to speak so that's the only thing I'm on and uh, it's precautionary uh, I, I do try to exercise I try to walk at least uh, two miles a day if more good if not it's the way it goes sometimes we get so busy we can but exercise is vital it keeps your blood going and everything mm -hmm. and uh remember the one book you let me borrow was actually uh had a quote as the title is let thy food uh be thy medicine and i think it's like and thy medicine be thy food and it, <laughs> it's like socrates it's like a really ancient um quote and it's uh and it seems like you've kind of done that and with food and and vitamins you haven't really had to uh, take much medicine am i correct that's correct no i it's only been in the last few years that I've gone on any medication, but uh, if, if I had a problem, say a healthy gut, for instance, if you eat yogurt or take probiotics, it keeps you, a healthy gut keeps your body going. Uh, 
it, um, <laughs> no problem. I was running out of something to say there. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, so let's, um, move on to a new topic. Okay. Uh, when in your life did you f- find uh, your purpose and did you feel like there was like a long time where, you know, you kind of were just like floating by? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> um, Say when. Yeah, we're we're still on. Oh, we're still alive. Okay. <laughs> uh, That's all right. The, the um, everybody struggles with, you know, what I, what am I here for? What's my what's my job? What's my purpose? What's my reason? And in employments, if you're happy in your job, then it's no longer work. But if you're miserable and you hate to get up Monday mornings because you have to go to work, you've got a problem. But if you're anxiously, not anxious, anxious, but looking forward to going in your job, that's important too. Uh, it took me a little while. I always sort of had a natural love for the job that I spent a lot of years in, like about 20 years of my life was uh, in a retail field. It was just something that I enjoyed, but it took me somewhat of a route to get there. I I've did everything, drove a taxi cab out in California, worked in the steel mills in around Pittsburgh. I, I did a lot of things, and eventually uh, a job opened. It came through one of my relatives with working with J.C. Penney's, and uh, the, the first day there, I just was elated because I finally found my niche in life, but it was a long, long road up to that point. And uh, and since then, I went into a lot of other things because in the retail field, you're dealing with learning uh, human psychology because you're dealing with people and their problems, cranky customers, happy customers. And uh, a lot of times we did our own buying for the particular stores I was in. And uh, it was always rewarding to see that you picked the right mix of merchandise and that the people who bought them were happy with them. And there was not a lot of... Uh, leftovers or markdowns which cuts into your profit so we ran a very profit store so uh, if you if you're able to find that job that perfect job then you'll you'll find happiness right there in a nutshell mm-hmm. absolutely um so knowing your personality and then if you're dreading going to work then might not be the right uh job for you uh now we were talking you've had a lot of different jobs would you say that's one been one of like the the hardest things in life is just getting into that like right job or well it it was something that just sort of naturally evolved of course i do live my life in prayer constantly praying without ceasing so the lord does guide me in a lot of things it's good to be diversified you know, a lot of people go in one job and they stay in it 50 years, but uh, being diversified, you're able to do many, many jobs and various jobs. So that's always to your advantage because if something happens, if the industry goes down, you're in, uh, you can move into another field if you have some knowledge. So I was very fortunate. I was very uh, open to various different type of jobs. So I did everything from shoeing horses to managing multi-million dollar stores, uh, uh, selling insurance, dealing with people, uh, helping people in every way I can is, is rewarding too because 
if you live your life just strictly on your own own island, so to speak, you're you're uh, there's no joy there. But if you're able to help somebody and they you see them grow in in the various things such as anything spiritually, it's it's rewarding. Mm-hmm. So going into like um, religion, when when did you kind of find God in your life? What was it? If you could pinpoint that for us. Well, God is always there to begin with. <laughs> and uh, he's there for you to search and find and, and seek him. So you, you if you never heard about God, how, how do you know he exists? So uh, I was like 25 years old before I... I came to know Jesus Christ in a real personal way, and that changed my whole life. Because up to that point, I could say I was not the most happy camper. I was miserable, cranky, irritable, and you know, like normal people. But after I found the Lord, I had such a peace that no matter what situation you was in, you know, like death of a child, the Lord was there with you. You know, people. Uh, if you're married, you're going to have arguments, fights. Uh, like Billy Graham's wife said, they asked her if she ever uh, considered divorce, and she says, no, just murder. So, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, <laughs> life gets a little rough. And But the Lord's always there to guide you through. Oh, boy. Yeah. He's a popular guy over there. He's actually one of the few guys of his age that um, knows how to really the ins and outs of the iPhone. He uh, um, probably knows how to use his phone better than me. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> um, so you also have like Bible scripture that you send to like a list of people like every day. Um, and what, how did that start for you? Like what made you decide? Cause I, you know, that I've never really even heard of that as like a thing. Yeah. Um, until like you've been doing it for how many years? Yeah, I've been doing it for oh maybe uh, not quite two years, but it just started out that you know people that I talk to uh, are struggling with life anxieties and so forth. So I would ask them if they would want me to just send them scripture to help them along, and uh, it sort of uh, evolved, so to speak, into uh, like I have like a hundred and twelve people that I. Uh, do send scripture out, then I, then I got high tech about it. Not only just reading scripture to them, then then I started backing it up with music and so forth. So it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a lot of fun, and uh, it keeps me keeps me busy, keeps me young too. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. If if you're sitting around watching uh, TV twenty four seven, guess what? You're not <laughs> you're not going to last too long. <laughs> Consequently, it's it's a good thing, and I, I really thank the Lord gives me wisdom what to send to people so a lot of times people will say well how do you know I needed that scripture that particular verse I would say do you realize there's 30,195 verses in the Bible and how could I possibly know what would fit your situation at the time so the Lord does guide me on it and and that's really the only way that I can really stand it out (laughs) I hear they come there the floodgates have opened over there um, but yeah, the, uh, that's just the amazing. I know a lot of di- people who have gotten like a Bible verse from you, 
that it's been exactly what they've like needed at that moment in time. Um, and even myself, I've gotten them at times where, you know, maybe I've been close to like breaking down and being really angry or in the middle of like a, about to flip someone off because I'm like <laughs> in the road rage. But then I like see something and it kind of brings me back to like a center. So um, I see how that really is a great way to help people. Um, and maybe it's a good idea for other people to um, start doing or even my grandpa's always uh, able to add you to his uh, list of people and can pray for you and send you verses as well. If that's something you're interested to into, just always uh, shoot me a text or send me a message and we'll get you added to that list. Absolutely, Matthew. <laughs> uh, so what are some other ways that you feel like you can heal your body and mind? Good question. We'll back it up scripturally. <laughs> Fix your thoughts on whatever is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think on these things which are excellent and worthy of praise. In other words, just if you can just let your your mind is the most powerful weapon that can be used against you or for you. So if you can keep your mind clear, keep negativity will actually eat you alive or positivity being positive is uh is is good so if you think of good things and not bad things if you think of uh again like the bible says that uh you experience god's peace which exceeds anything we can understand his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in christ jesus mm -hmm. and i think like another way of saying that is like your words what you say too has like a powerful can be life or death your words carry life or death am i right that's true that's written in proverbs he says that you whatever series wants to talk <laughs> no talk series uh true whatever you speak you were you are well by your own words you're justified or condemned and your words carry life or death. So whatever you speak, you own. For example, if you're catching a cold, I never ever say I'm getting sick. I say I'm fighting a cold off. So those are my words. So I own that I'm fighting them off. I'm not actually, and I don't get sick consequently. So, or if you do get sick, God has a way out of that too, because he says that Jesus Christ the wounds by his wounds we can and will be healed so i use that quite often in case god forgets i remind him that he said that so mm -hmm. consequently uh, the lord's kept me in good health mm -hmm. and to give him 99 percent of the credit one percent goes to just thinking positive eating right but mm -hmm. the rest of it belongs to the lord awesome um and you had also tried you were saying to get like your script like do something on the radio with putting scripture out there and yeah i felt the lord uh, had led me and i did approach some of the local radio stations and uh one couldn't fit me in the other and i'm still waiting to hear back from so it still may mature but my idea was if uh 
if I'm able to quote scripture over the air and someone hears it and it, and it even saves one life, then it's all worth it. So, mm-hmm. And there is like Christian radio stations and, and stuff, but then, you know, with the day and age with, you know, all the violence out there and, and people targeting like religions and mm-hmm. that just like happened, uh, it's some people might have be scared that to like talk about it on the radio, but that's just what the like devil wants to, to, for people to be scared and, um, yeah. not, not talk about it. Right. Perfect love crowds out fear. <laughs> awesome. Um, let's see. So you've also had like a double knee surgery before. Do you want to uh, talk about how you've kind of recovered from that? Yeah, that's, that was uh, an experience that uh, they say was unusual. Even my own surgeon tried to make a joke about it. He says, if you're going to have both knees operated, he says, you will not. You will not have one good leg to stand on. And he says, ha, ha. But uh, it it was not a, a pleasant uh, experience. But however, I persevered by making a very positive uh thought that that I need to exercise because that's the worst thing you can do go through any type of operation just lay there and baby yourself even like a a football player say if he lays in bed for two weeks guess what he's he's not in very good shape when he gets up he's stiff so I applied uh, just walking every time I could every time I was able to get up I would be up walking and I would when I was in the, the rehab I would walk up and down the halls, even though they said I wasn't on the board permitted to do that. But I snuck out and did it anyhow. But then I got home. I constantly walked, walked all night sometime, and, and uh, just getting the the uh, everything moving because the worst thing you can do. I knew one person personally that he babied himself so much he stayed in a wheelchair. Consequently, he spent the rest of his life in a wheelchair, all from the same operation. So it's important if you do have to go through an operation, uh, do not baby yourself. That's my sound advice for y'all. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, um, let's go back to like that overcoming the anxiety uh, and depression, because uh, that's like such a big topic in the country, and you know, they put sometimes like these addictive medicines people get put on, you know, just create the, the worst, worst things. And a lot of people coming back from the military, a a lot of like the mass shootings in the past 50 years, Mm -hmm. one third of those have been uh, military people. So how can, how can we like help the, these people that have come back from maybe something catastrophic in their life, uh, you know, and, and live normally, like you can no longer live normally after seeing certain things. Um, but do you think there's any, there's always like hope, I know. Uh, Yes, absolutely, Matthew. Uh, it all goes back to really your, your relationship with God too, because he is, uh, he says for you to take every thought captive and he's asking you to do that. He'll help you in it. So in other words, if you have a bad thought, a depressing thought, you need to take 
take it under control. That's what he means by take it captive. In other words, don't dwell on it, don't think about it. Instead, of think of something that is pure and uh, right. And so uh, it's just a matter of, of trying to uh, control it that way. And, and, and believe me, really the only help and true help is from the Lord himself because he will help you because he has not given you a spirit of fear but of love and a sound mind. He's given that to you. And true, all the medications, they... They take it for depression, but one of the side effects is that you can be depressed. So uh, sometimes it's necessary God will use medication to help you. But uh, if you're able to just uh, get some good counseling that would uh, be biblically correct, and it would help you because uh, the anxiety, he, that's what he says in his word. I said at the beginning, be anxious for nothing. And that means nothing but with prayer and supplication. Let your request be known unto God. And then the peace of God will keep your hearts and mind in perfect peace. So it all goes back to that. It would be ideal if we could all live that way, but unfortunately it isn't. Sometimes that uh, these evil thoughts come from the evil one, and, uh, and if we act them out, then there's violence. Mm -hmm. I know for a lot of like negativity that I've felt before, uh, I just try to work out pretty regularly and sometimes you know after sweating you know I feel that the release of like endorphins and you know once you if you're working really hard on something or you having um, something your mind is occupied but when you kind of have a lot of free time maybe you can those thought those negative thoughts can kind of take over so thinking always for me being like a fitness professional I always say like you know just work out really hard, mm -hmm. and I'll, and you'll be too tired to even think of any of those <laughs> negative things. That's, <laughs> that's true. The old grandmas used to say, you know, idle hands <laughs> bring trouble. So if you can keep busy, that's good, and, that, and that's a good advice. Grandson Matthew, very Definitely. good advice. Thank uh, you. But not of all of us are, are uh, physical. Mm -hmm. fitness people but but that is good if you can keep busy and it, you know even doing anything sit there and, and and do a crossword puzzle or something something to occupy your mind instead of dwelling on on the negativity feed it with good things feed it with positive positive thoughts awesome uh so do you feel like there's any other really good advice you can give for people who um, just are out, you know, try overcoming like their situations and just ways to improve your like quality of life. <laughs> but see, my, my whole life, you have to realize is, uh, is, is in the scripture because that's, that's where my hope and help is. So if you're dealing with things, so whatever you feed your mind, goes down into your heart and whatever's in your heart comes out your mouth so feed your mind positive things feed your minds things that are good dwell on those things that are good and uh and it will help you believe me it will help you it helped me let's put it that way if it helped me it will help you because life life comes at you you know things happen to everybody i don't care who they are you know so but just keep keep your positive attitude up 
keep moving, keep alive, think good. Hmm. That's, uh, couldn't say it better myself. Um, well, that's about all the time we have today. Uh, this is Surviving Sitch- Sicky Situations. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. Hey, that's great. It's really cool.